Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. No Canty, no Carlin. They're enjoying St. Patty's Day. Of course, if you were going to handle and take off on Friday, this is a pretty good one to do. This is like by it's like the number one vasectomy weekend. In the, in, it's like this in the Masters weekend. It is, is though. It, it is when you do it. It is. Yeah, I, keep, I get told on the regular how, how easy that procedure is. And it's by someone who's a, a woman, you know, just trying to coach you into it. So I'm not, not, on, I'm not ready to take her advice just yet. Peter Burns, Randy Scott. <laughs> I actually, I'm 0 for 2. And only, I, I mean, I say 0 for 2 in that I have rescheduled it twice. Okay. And I legitimately mm-hmm. rescheduled a vasectomy right before the LSU Alabama game this year because I wasn't going to go. I said, you know what? I'm not going to go. This will be perfect. I won't have to work that weekend. I'll get it done. I'll just hang out all weekend. I'll watch the game at home. It'll be fantastic. Well, then LSU started winning football games under Brian Kelly this season. Yep. So I'm thinking, Ah, and I I married a diehard Alabama fan. So Randy, there I am, like nineteen, um, maybe eleven D cocktails deep after <laughs> LSU beat Lane Kiffin's Ole Miss Rebels, and I, hey, we're going, we're going. I, I don't care. I booked the flights. I'll move the surgery. We're good. So we moved it because I didn't want to like have it and then like pop a stitch while I was in Baton Rouge. Yeah. So we do it, and it ends up being an epic weekend. LSU ends up defeating Alabama's last second play. We loved. We cried. We. I mean, it was all of it, right? Yeah. And then I'm sitting there going, "Oh my gosh! Like, why did I not schedule it for yesterday? I could take two days off. I could watch March Madness." No, you're over. You're, I'm picturing you over at walk-ons. You know, just yeah, either yeah. either pre-game or post-game, and you're just like, hey, "Why are you, uh, hey man? I, I want to. I don't sound strange or nothing. Why are you bleeding around the crotch, man? Hey, it's just a little. <laughs> <laughs> I pop. Go, well, I pop. Go a Tigers. Stitch. I pop, pop the stitch. stitch. Go Tigers. Yeah. Pop the stitch. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. There it is. Peter Burns, uh, Randy Scott here. It is uh, March. I can I allowed to say it? I don't know what words I can and cannot say. I know it's the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I know it is. There's madness associated with the month of March, but yes. can you not use those two words together? I don't know the Stosh. Are you going to write me up for saying that? Am I on the HR list now for yeah, saying I'm those words? I'm not going to write you up. Right. I'd probably not say it though. I, yeah, okay. I know we're not on the TV side. We're not allowed to say it. On the Sports Center side, it's it's avoid that at all costs. You can't sing. Okay. You can't sing any lyrics. You can yeah. talk lyrics, but mm. you can't sing them. And then yeah, stay away from the madness of March. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Sports Center, will you go full Randy Scott Sports Center and catch me up on what has transpired so far today in the madness which is residing in the month of March, the number one month for vasectomies across the country? Absolutely. Absolutely. Following up a wild day of upsets on the first day of the men's NCAA basketball tournament, round of 64. Upsets have been harder to come by. Michigan State in the 7-10 matchup, 10-point winners uh, over USC. St. Mary's hold serve in a 5-12 matchup, beating VCU. 
a team a lot of people were uh, around this campus high on. I know Dallin Cuff was speaking highly of them. That's a 12-point win for the Gales. Uh, Xavier got all it can handle from Kennesaw State, ruining your hopes of running through an alumni list of Kennesaw State in a 314-seeded <laughs> matchup. Just a five-point win for the Musketeers. Uh, Baylor all over the Gauchos of UC Santa Barbara after a competitive first half, but Baylor pulls away a 74 56 Marquette in it. I, I like the Catamounts of Vermont. I still think they had a tremendous season. Marquette outclassed him. Uh, the big East champs uh, tournament champs, 78 61 Creighton got a battle, but pulled away. Thanks to free throws in a six 11 seed win uh, over NC state by nine and Pittsburgh. I don't know if Pittsburgh beat Iowa state or if the rim beat Iowa state, Iowa state yeah. couldn't hit anything. Iowa state shot like you and I out there. Maybe if we were blindfolded, 59-41, Pitt wins another year where someone in the round of 68, the quote-unquote play-in round, uh, yep. advances to the round of 32. This seems to happen with increasing regularity. And then right now, four-seed UConn, a lot of people like UConn getting out of the West region. Right now, they have a five-point lead on Rick Pitino's uh, Iona team. Iona actually was within one not that long ago, but uh, UConn has asserted itself here in the second half. What's interesting is you go back to Iowa State, and at one point I think it was like twenty to two, right? Like I felt yeah. like the old school skunk rule was going to be in play at yeah. some point, like where they basically just hit the reset button on the Nintendo, and you take <laughs> it out, you blow on the cartridge, and you're like, like you rage quit, right? Like that's what you do if you're uh-huh. a Cyclone fan. Now they're shooting twenty three percent. There was an NCAA statement that came out from Nicole Auerbach uh, a couple of minutes ago and tweeted said, "quote Iowa State asked us during pregame warmups to check." It to see if the rim was level. Building personnel checked it and made a minor adjustment prior to the game beginning. We offered them additional warm-up time, but they declined. Probably should have taken the warm-up uh, time to go wow. through it. But I can only imagine how this plays out. Iowa State's probably in their warm-ups. They're getting things. Man, does that rim look right to you? I can't hit a shot. Like Something's <laughs> a little bit off. And then all of a sudden, you last, hey, can you guys check it? So they go in there and they check the rim. And they're like, all right, yeah, it was a little off. Okay, well, all right, we fixed it. You guys want to warm up anymore? No, we're good. And then all of a sudden, they can't hit the broadside of a barn. Almost like mentally, it's like when they went to the carnival, you know, and yes. you, know, you, yes. you realize that, like, hey, I'm not going to win the prize. Like, the, the rim is the, the toughest rim in the history of the world. It's not even a regulation size rim. Spoiler alert. That's why you never win those things at the carnival. <laughs> And like it got into their brain, and that's one of the reasons why they struggled so much. Imagine, I'm a firm believer. That. You, you imagine someone driving around right now, being like, "Wait a minute, carnival rims? What?" But that's yeah. no. But you're right, though. It does. It's it, at a certain point, it is a mental thing because you're pressing, and then you start taking more threes than you normally. I mean, it, it is it is a downward spiral. One of the games I'm looking forward to a little bit later is going to be Kentucky versus Providence, and I say that because. I'm looking for the drama in this tournament. You know, the drama is obviously going to, you know, forever be the Cinderella stories, right? The 13, the 14, 15, and we even we've yeah. seen it once. Randy Scott, the 16 seed that ends up winning. But to me, the drama is Kentucky. And I go back and look at this. Kentucky's into the tournament. But another Blue Blood's not. North Carolina did not get in. And I do wonder... With the ACC struggling once again, we saw Virginia out early, North Carolina not in, Clemson not getting in. This is two years in a row. They've only got five teams in. And them struggling as far as financially, are they going to be one of these teams that leads with Greg Sankey in the SEC and probably some other Power 5 schools to say, hey, NCAA, knock, knock. We need more teams in the tournament. Okay, We need more. 
because guess what? You're going to make more. We all get a whole bunch of much more money if we're in. You need to give Power 5 schools more, whether it's 80 or 96. While I hate the idea, I shudder to think, Randy, what might happen if these Power 5 schools don't get that demand from the NCAA. I I shudder, too, and I was made aware of this possibility, and I would probably even go so far as to say likelihood, but in our pre-show meeting, the way you laid it out was chilling. It, it really was. As somebody who loves this tournament, I love this time of year, and I'm not alone in that. I'm not pandering, and it's not you know uh, creating a straw man argument against it. I mean, who doesn't love it? But the fact that it could fundamentally change one way or the other, either it goes away and this sort of, I mean, I would equate it to a live golf type setup where the power fives break off and form their own tournament, right? So either the tournament is fundamentally, it's just broken, is is broken in that respect, or this tournament changes and expands so much that I really do, I really do think it would test the limits of more is more. You know, the, the, the more likely, like if you had the draft scenarios of what I think the future of this tournament is, number one, it moves from 68 to 80. OK, you get another 12 teams in. You get more teams in as far as like the way you do the bracketing. It's even easier bracketing wise if you go to 96. That sounds crazy. It almost sounds like a joke. But 80 or 96 is the way that you would have to expand this tournament. So one of those two things are probably the top two draft picks of what the future might look like as soon as the next contract is done here in 2024. Now, flip that on the other side. Option number three is that all Power 5 schools take their ball, take their teams, and they go home. And they say, nothing contractually makes us play in the NCAA tournament. The reason why we do it is because you give us a big check. Well, guess what? We're going to go to... ESPN or Fox. They're going to create their whole brand new tournament out of thin air. Because by the way, some bowl games, believe it or not, are pulled out of thin air. <laughs> hey, here's a product. Let's do it. We just did it with the XFL yeah. in, 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 in the USFL. These are leagues that, ah, let's just do it. Okay, there's going to be television involved. So at that point, all these Power 5 schools can go to us and say, and you go, hey, y'all put on your own tournament. We're no longer under the guise of the NCAA. You pay us guaranteed money, and every single one of our teams is guaranteed a spot in this tournament. I think people would still watch. Not as much as we see now, but you mean to tell me people aren't going to watch Duke versus Kansas? Kentucky versus UCLA? Arizona versus Arkansas? I, like... I. Like, are we are we guaranteed to get those matchups though? Like with with what likelihood? Greater, uh, greater, less, lesser likelihood, le- greater, greater. They wouldn't be uh, because you're at, greater risk of an upset. When you that do point? this, you're going to get rid of the Drakes. You would get rid of the Colgates. You get rid of the VCU's. You get rid of what the lifeblood is of the tournament. That's why I don't like it. However, when it comes down to it. When you're watching, what was the biggest game that we had last year? Maybe one of the biggest games we've seen in the history of of March, right? Yeah, of it March. is Duke North Carolina. How big was that game? Okay, and, and how rare on that stage? So you're saying if it happens more often, does the you know does the shine get turned down a little bit? Is it less special if it potentially happens more often? I don't think administrators in college sports think about rivalries and they think about what's special in the game any longer. I don't believe they do. I believe that they are in a fight to survive with the changes of 
the compliance, the name, image, and likeness, the transfer portal, where it is capitalism at its finest, or you could say capitalism at its worst. And if I'm the conference commissioner of a Power 5 school, I have to say, how much do I care about Creighton? How much do I care that Oral Roberts is in this tournament? How much do I care that even Marquette, Montana State, Colgate, Kennesaw State, do I care? When I go to bed at night, am I wondering what Northern Kentucky's bottom line looks like in their athletic department? I don't. I'm hired because I am the commissioner of a conference. I've worked my entire life to get to this point, mm. and my job is to do the best single job for my job responsibilities. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, if I've got a Florida State, if I've got a Clemson, they come to my office every single day and complain they're not making enough money. And I've got a basketball product right here that's going to double my money overnight of what they could give to me. How am I not really looking at that? Even if your conference is not in financial distress, that's a, that's an easy decision to make. It, especially more so if you are, uh, you know, if your if your if your books are not the cleanest among the Power Fives. This is a leverage play because it's not only a leverage play for the Power Five schools to get more in; it's also a leverage play against the NCAA. Because it's not just saying, hey, we need to expand the field. This is going to continue because the Power Fives have all of the rules or have all of the leverage right now, right? The NCAA doesn't even govern college football, okay? Mm -hmm. So we talk about their guidelines. The NCAA basically, or college football is basically said, get out of the way. Like, we write the rules. And if you're going to come after us, buddy, we will take this and go out tomorrow, okay? And that's the threat. And that I think you're eventually going to get to a point where you're going to spin off college football and you'll spin off all revenue sports away from the NCAA. You'll create your own rules and it might be under the college football playoff umbrella. College football playoff has already built their postseason around the most expansive and uh, most commercial driven sport, which is college football. Have them do it. And then, oh, by the way, if they can do football, why can't they do basketball as well? Something to track over the next uh, couple of years. He's Randy Scott. I am Peter Burns. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Do you envision yourself playing multiple years with the Jets, or is it just a one-year type thing? If I'm Green Bay and I'm sitting around, you offer me a third or a contingent or a fifth, and if they have no leverage, that's all you should offer. If you're offering me that, I'm telling you to go to hell. If the Jets don't get Aaron Rodgers, who are they turning to right now? Be adults, settle it clearly, keep the kids in mind, and move on. This is a new one. I don't know if I've heard this one. Is I've this... gone deep in the St. Patty's Day Rolodex and playlist. <laughs> I'm not quite sure if I've got it this far. Is this Dropkick? Is this is this the Dropkick Murphy skit? Sure. You From... sounded you sounded confident enough. If you say anything with enough conviction on radio, people will believe you. Listen, Dropkick Murphys could could disband for, for all but like three days a year. Never put out a new track, and they could still sell out the other three days of that year in Boston every year. That big every year, maybe right. not, maybe not Fenway, maybe not Fenway, but maybe you know, maybe the Wilbur, if they allowed such a thing, they okay. could get, yeah, they get after it. Learn something new every single day. Yeah. Uh, it's the coming, up in a, uh, coming up in a in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about the most interesting division, in the NFL. I want to go back into this conversation about Aaron Rodgers, 
And I don't know if you guys have talked about it. It's kind of it's interesting to me when you look at what Aaron Rodgers has done is the fact of a couple of weeks ago, was he not complaining that we were all sponsored here by Big Pharma? Remember, remember that whenever we all yeah. got our, our paycheck. Did you get your paycheck from Johnson and Johnson or your, your Pfizer? I didn't. Uh, I'm yeah, still, you, you know, I, work. I worked for Pfizer like 20 years ago as yeah. a temp. So you no still got it a little bit. But I, I found that fascinating, the heel turn of, of, of this Aaron Rodgers situation about like out of all the teams that he would pick, it would be Woody Johnson of Johnson and Johnson. Right. <laughs> right. Like, like uh, the man literally made his money off of selling the shares from Johnson and Johnson <laughs> and big pharma. He buys the jets and now he's done a great job of putting Robert Sala there. And now they put themselves in this position of getting Aaron Rodgers. but Aaron Rodgers was sitting there talking about how big pharma was all up against him. And now he's like, I cannot wait to play. For the Jets and Woody Johnson. I just, it was a heel turn that I didn't know I needed. It was it, just it, truly remarkable. There is something <laughs> about guys who turn 40, you know, I mean, or just get close to 40. I say that as a 40 year old. You start like, I don't know if it's your legacy. I don't know if you just start thinking, I've got four decades under my belt. Like, people want to hear what I have to say. It couldn't be farther from the truth. People want to see you continue, you know, to do what you do at a high level. And I'm yeah. not even con- convinced Aaron Rodgers can can do that. He seems far more convinced uh, than I am. What's What's interesting about this whole situation is I've seen people talk about, do you know what the New York media is going to do to Aaron Rodgers? I mean, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is people can't handle that. I'm like... I don't think people understand, and you see it a lot, Randy, with, with the athletes you deal with. There are certain people that reach a certain level of greatness, and they hit hyperdrive when they are involved in chaos. Like, there are, they are chaotic creatures that it brings something special. If instead of the fifth gear, it's sixth gear. I think that's one of the reasons why I actually lean towards Aaron Rodgers having success in New York because he's found kind of that like, hey, not only do I have my adversary on the football field, I have my adversary in the media. And I think it's going to drive him, right? It's going to keep him on his toes. I think that's one of the reasons why he ultimately wanted out of Green Bay. It was the same media members. It was the same questions. It was the same, mm. I've done this forever. What is there else to, to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And I think part of one of the reasons why he wants to go to this market is to challenge himself, both physically and both mentally as well. Okay, so the gangrener pastures, so to speak, here for Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to hear, you know, I was interested in what Alan, Alan Lazard had to say today in his introductory press conference with the New York Jets. He made it sound like Rodgers to the Jets is a done deal. It's an inevitability. Talked about how with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, the possibility of wins is always a thing. With that being said, our ceiling is really the Super Bowl. Here's what else is a thing. The possibility of distraction. The possibility of your quarterback making it about him. Whether that's at the Wednesday media availability, the postgame media availability, or through tweets, or through Pat McAfee, or however the case may be. I would argue that the quarterback that Alan Lazard broke into the Packers with is a different Aaron Rodgers than the guy we have now. And I don't just mean that in physical, you know, in, so? in, in age. So? I, I, I truly believe it in his willingness to dress down teammates on the sideline, dress down coaches on the sideline which I think he would argue he has earned through his career, and I, I, necess- I wouldn't necessarily argue against that, but I think he's a different teammate. I think he's a different quarterback on the field, and obviously he's a, he's a different brand unto himself. I think his, his interest in challenging the status quo, and I'm putting that nicely, 
is Kyrie Irving-esque. The need to prove yourself either the most verbose or I think in his own mind the smartest guy in the room is Kyrie Irving-esque. And Kyrie Irving has not won a title in darn near the same you know, time span as Aaron Rodgers. And I just don't think those two things are coincidences. And maybe that'll change with a better defense. Maybe it'll change with the change of scenery. But I would bet against it. I would I would walk up to this particular roulette table that's been hitting black for 10 years, 12 seasons now, and yeah. I would say that, that those numbers would still come in. At the same time, I would also look at Aaron Rodgers looking at this going, I gave a team a wish list of things I want. They went and got it. The Packers never did that for me, right? The okay. Packers didn't even tell me that they were mm-hmm. going to be drafting these guys. That's a little bit of a difference maker. Hit him up on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN, myself at Peter Burns ESPN. Remember, college basketball season is in the home stretch. That means the Wendy's Wooden Watch has begun. Go to ESPN.com and search Wooden Watch for your list of Wooden Award nominees to watch as the season rolls on. Brought to you by Wendy's, too, for six bucks. The best deal in fast food. The best deal when it comes to the biggest divisions in the NFL. My answer will surprise you. That next here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. A very chalky St. Patrick's Day here when it comes to the NCAA tournament. A lot of favorites uh, winning. Kennesaw State, we saw them give Xavier a, a little bit of a run earlier. Randy Scott, Peter Burns here on Canty and Carlin ESPN Radio. A bunch of my friends over at Dormy Club said, hey, they love Drake plus two and a half against Miami. And I, you ever, I always feel weird about that whenever someone says, I got, I got, I got something for you. Like, and I don't think it's inside information. I think it's no, literally, it's no. one of these things where people are like, hey, by the way, like, I, I love this team. Like, I would have told people I love Missouri in their first round matchup. And I actually really like Missouri. Of course, now they get a chance to play Princeton, but that's mm-hmm. because I'm all in on Dennis Gates. I think Kobe uh, Brown's fantastic. Des Moines Hodge is playing well. The style of basketball they're playing. Like, I like that. I would have said it. There are people talking about Furman for whatever reason. They're like, man, I just, I like this Furman squad. I heard multiple people say that. If someone, if someone sends you the random Randy Scott, <laughs> I like this team. Do you feel obligated at that point to back that team? I, like, 
do not feel obligated. Not at all. No, no, no. not at all. I've been because you know they're te- if they win, they'll text back and they'll ask, "Huh? Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you like it, right?" Yeah. No, I've been I've been burned by that before, and then it makes you if you spend Awkward. if you spend slash lose your own money on you know a hot tip from one of your friends. I no. mean that that could impact that could impact the friendship, you know, because because they'll they'll come to you all casual like my bad, yep, sorry about that, you know, and meanwhile you're like, hey, I, I put twenty bucks on that, you know, I'm living. Oh, hey, listen, my Sirius XM, so I do a morning show Monday through Friday over on Sirius XM, um, and you can uh, me and a guy named Chris Doring and Marcus Spears, we've always done that sh- that show. My me and my producer, we're done, we're on, we're in the outs. Oh, he told me he told me earlier today. He goes, think about it, Michigan State, okay, they're facing USC. Okay, uh-huh. USC. They're playing in the early game. They got to basically do you know, wake up call at like five a.m. You got twenty year old basketball kids. Like how many? How often are they going to get up at five a.m. to do you know to get up, get dressed? They got to do breakfast. They got to shoot around. They're playing a Michigan State team. They're ready. They're Michigan State's already favored. You're going to love Michigan State in the first half. I said, you know, as a friend, okay, okay, all right, sure, all right with you. Mm-hmm. It was the one thing that didn't come. It was, was it a parlay? Thing. Was it yeah. parlay or was oh, it no, a straight no, no, no. up? It was just first half. And then all of a sudden you look at that person, you're like, really? So friendships are on the line. I tell you that. Take Drake plus two and a half. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to the NFL. I don't care about our relationship. Listen, you and I are just, we merely are a fling here filling in for Canty and Carlin. Yeah. So fair. that's what we are. Like, you know what it is. I know what it is. We know what it is. This it is, is. Didn't Ashley McBride have a song about this? One Night Standards? That's, that's what it is. That's what we do. Got it. And that's what we do. Uh, Randy Scott, ESPN, Twitter, myself, at Peter Burns, ESPN. You and I got into a little bit of an argument beforehand when, uh, before the show, 19 hours ago, when we were deciding about the <laughs> interesting divisions in the NFL. And uh, I don't think that there's a doubt AFC East takes the cake, right? I mean, like, are, are, you, are you willing to put in the division in the NFL next year? If I said, hey, you're only allowed one division. You're watching it. You're locked in. This is the one. You're not oh, drafting any other division of the AFC East. That, that's a great. That's a great way to frame this. It's a tremendous way because I would say NFC South. I don't want to watch a game from the NFC South next season. I truly don't. And, and you say all this, you know, maybe uh, Carolina gets CJ Stroud, maybe they get Bryce Young. So maybe you watch that. Derek Carr doesn't do anything for you with the Saints. And I, then I, I think he's going to put up great fantasy stats. I do. Okay. Uh, but I've seen enough Derek Carr football, man. You know, I'm a Raider fan. I've, I've seen it for, for a long time. It's almost like I, I want him to do well, but not too well because you don't want to, you don't want to lose the breakup, right? So I'm going to say, selfishly, I'm going to say it's the AFC West. I want to see what Sean Payton does with Russell Wilson. I think he has ah. I think he has a fraction of the patience that it has enabled Russell Wilson to become who he is right now, which is a caricature on social media and, quite frankly, on, the, on Sundays. Uh, I want to see what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have in store for a, a title defense. I want to see if Justin Herberts takes the next, or Justin Herbert rather takes the next step, uh, or if if Brandon Staley really does drive his own career into the ground in Los Angeles. And then for the Raiders, you know, morbidly, twistedly, I'd like to see if Jimmy Garoppolo can can keep. This it between is such the a boys. pathetic homerism take of you, and I, I can't believe it's taken us three and a half hours to get to this point. Like I felt like you, like this is like watching a golfer triple bogey, uh, like like the fifteenth hole. We were doing so well, and as your caddy, I look at you disgusted right now. How would you? How in the world would you have the AFC West 
over an AFC East that's going to have this Bill storyline, what the Dolphins are going to do with Tua. By the way, Belichick, who always is going to be interesting, and oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers who will eventually land up with the Jets. That's number one. Even the AFC North is more compelling than the AFC West. Burrow, and now he's got a better offensive line. What the hell happens with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? Pittsburgh as they move forward, and Deshaun Watson, now that he's had a couple of games underneath his belt after the disgraceful situation that he had for a year and a half, like those two, in fact, you arguably made the worst decision out of any of the of the teams, at least in the AFC, and you said that was number one. That's not that feels that feels hurtful. Uh, my thing is, like, I mean, I'm meaning it to be hurtful. I am yeah. trying to hurt your feelings. It was such a bad decision. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I found though, and maybe this is a career move. I found if a, if a, if a Northwestern graduate can take to the ESPN airwaves and make the show about his own personal fandom, sometimes. That takes off and and it gains traction and it turns into sort of a cottage industry. So if it can work for the, for the Jets, yeah. maybe it can work for the for the Raiders. Quick follow up when when Northwestern put out their like internal like communications and, and like hey like look at all of our our celeb uh, graduates <laughs> and what they've done. Where do you where do you rank? You even... get, where do you get? Is your picture right there with Mike Greenberg in the last epi- issue? Where, it, where is it? it wasn't even that. It was a it was a literal article in the Northwestern Alumni Magazine about Northwestern alums in sports media, and I was you not. Two, are you number two. I was number, no, number four. I was nowhere to be found. And here's the thing: like I'm never, I, I am never going to be able to speak on campus because it would mean that that Greeny is out of the country, that Mike Wilbon is covered the NBA Finals, yeah. that Christine Brennan uh, is advising Congress. Like, there's just such high-ranking sports media alum to come through there. I'm so low on that. They're like, oh, do we need someone uh, with, you know, to make uh, Deep Blue something song lyric references? Oh, we don't? Oh, okay. We don't need someone to sing the third verse from the Proclaimers hit 500 Miles? Okay, we're good. We're all set. We got actual journalists and adults in the room. So, no, I did, but I didn't even make the the centerfold uh, article there, Peter. You know why? Appreciate that. You know why? Why is that? You pick the AFC West as the most interesting division of the NFL. To me, that's all it needs to say. You, you, you have made your own bed, Randall. Uh, what can I say? You have made your own bed. Uh, agree, disagree, hit us up on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN. Uh, one of the top 75 sports media people from Northwestern that are still currently doing sports right now. Hit me up on Twitter at Peter Burns ESPN. This is Canty Carlo on ESPN Radio. We get you set for a night at the NCAA and a little more three and out next on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. It is all three and out brought to you by Geico. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Go to Geico.com today. Peter Burns, Randy Scott. Good to see you just bobbing your bobbing your head to the Ten Crack Commandments by Biggie back in the day. Yes. I just always we just shouldn't get high on our own supply. That's the that's the main you know, that's the main that's point. The one thing you always do. That's uh, it. You can follow him on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN. Myself at Peter Burns ESPN. All right, uh, let's get into it. a little three in out. Uh, Sash, how does this work? Do you you bring up the three and out? Do I just talk and wax poetically? How? Uh, walk, no, this is all me. you guys. But if you want no. me in, I'm happy to jump in. How about you? Um, you throw up the softballs for us. We'll start that well, one. That's what that? I do. Yes, so definitely. let's just start with the uh, NCAA tournament continuing tonight. What's the gamer storyline that has you most intrigued? Randall? Ooh, um, I really think uh, I think Gonzaga and Grand Canyon are going to put about 200 points tonight. Um, that's <laughs> going to be fun. Uh, I want to see Kansas State. Oh, man. I, uh, you know, yeah, perversely, it's Kentucky. It's Kentucky. It is, Providence. isn't it? Like I was waiting for you yeah. to get there, and I'm like, and, and that, <laughs> proud you of could me not have provided a better adjective, or maybe it's an adverb. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Then yeah. perversely, I would like to watch yeah. Kentucky and Providence. Um, yeah. A couple of different reasons, right? Because of Coach Cal, um, he's always a bigger than life character when it comes to hoops. It's their struggles that they've had over the last couple of years, but also. What's fascinating about this, if you're if you're on Twitter right now, that Providence is on the court warming up. They are ready to go. Kentucky cannot warm up right now in Greensboro. The reason why is because the Kentucky basket, I'm not making this up, has rim issues. They they have I'm seeing pictures of several men with like hammers and wrenches. It looks like a really cheap like regional carnival happening right yeah. here right now and it's never good when they use like what is it the uh, the level to see if the uh-huh. basket's right and then they're like nope didn't <laughs> fix it that time randy <laughs> well what give, level of confidence? Give me the big hammer <laughs> how confident would you be that it's gonna it's gonna stay level throughout the course of you know multiple jumpers hitting this thing I, I I swear I'm not lying to you. I liked Kentucky to win this game. I'm 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 picking. I like I want to go through my bracket challenge and switch it to Providence because I already oh. seen this once. I've seen this one. This happened to Iowa State earlier today. Mm-hmm. Iowa State had the similar situation. They went to the NCAA officials in a completely different gym and said, "I don't think the the basket's right," and they said, "Oh yeah, you're right." And they fixed the basket. Now, they went to Iowa State and said, hey, do you want to warm up a little bit? No. And for, for some ungodly reason, Iowa State's like, nah, fam, we trust you. We're good. Okay? What did they shoot today? Like oh, 20%? His, I mean, historically bad by Iowa State tournament standards. Uh, yeah, Iowa State had 41 points. They had 23 at halftime. They were worse in the second half. They shot 9.5% from three. They oh, shot God. 23% from, from the floor. So I'm just saying, at some point, whether or not the rim was messed up or just the like mental exercise of seeing that, it's incredible. I'm taking Providence now over Kentucky. Uh, just unreal. All right, next one. All right, next one. Iona about to get blown out. They are getting blown up by UConn here in the NCAA tournament. The question is, where will we see Rick Pitino next? I kind of want to see him at Georgetown. Not going to lie. Oh, like made Georgetown great again. Give me the Hoyas when they mattered. Oh, that was a fun team to watch. 
I think I, I'm gonna I'll zag. I'm gonna say he stays at Iona. I'm gonna say that he stays Ooh. there. Yeah, there's something about Georgetown's. Uh, what do you call it for a Jesuit university? Like a, a chancellorship or a, uh, you know, you would call it a board, but I'm not sure they okay. have that there. I think they're a little bit more uh, buttoned up than maybe taking Rick Pitino on would elicit. Is that, okay. am I putting that nicely? I think I'm putting uh, that nicely. Yeah, just be like, oh, we, we're good. We're, yeah. We're good here. Yeah. Yep. I think okay. so. All right. Uh, which one? St. John or St. Joe? One of the Saints are open. Is it St. John's? Yeah, St. John's. John's Actually, I could see him at St. John's. And that says nothing about their uh, leadership either. Just (laughs) seeing him back in the Big East and back in New York. Which university is more lax in their hiring uh, of Rick Pitino, (laughs) Randy Scott? All right. What's the third (laughs) question, Stosh? The third question, Stosh. That's not really a question. More of a statement here. So, um, of course, Edwin Diaz of the Mets injured his knee in the celebration at the World Baseball Classic. Uh, reports today that the Mets will get his salary for 2023 reimbursed while on the injured list. Um, what's what's mm. interesting about that, and that's the right thing. Like that's part of the WBC is that if you have there is like an insurance clause when you sign up that you're going to play that if you do receive an injury in that, Randy, that you like the team that you play for at least be kind of relieved of that. But that's a whole heck of a lot of money because he was the best closer really in the game. I mean, the trumpet's going crazy. I mean, it was a whole deal. I I hope it doesn't ruin because the World Baseball Classic is awesome. Like, I wish we had, I mean, I I wish we had that kind of fever pitch. I I was watching a couple nights ago. I see a home run in a tie ball game. I'm thinking, oh, wow, walk off, right? This is great. It was the second inning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the atmosphere in Miami looked crazy. atmosphere oh. in Tokyo looked crazy. We'll see if any of the games in the U.S. can, can rival that, uh, that vibe. But, you know, the Mets, they have two, two guys with closing experience still in their bullpen, Adam Adovino and, and David Robertson, but no one can match the electricity. No. It really was Gagne-esque. Remember Eric Gagne? They yeah. hit his music. He'd come in, and it was three outs, and you're, you're Mariano, done. to a certain extent, yeah. over there across, across town. Just consistency, and that does so much. If you got Buck Showalter in an honest moment, just his level of confidence in the final uh, few outs of a ball game just went, went through, the, through the toilet, through the basement. My man, this is fun. Uh, remember, Drake, take Drake and now Providence because of the bent rims over okay. there uh, for the Kentucky Wildcats. And you, He's, and you got a t-shirt coming your way. I love it. He's Randy Scott. Follow him on Twitter at Randy Scott ESPN. Myself at Peter Burns ESPN. It's been a fun 19 hours here hosting Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. True Talent coming in. Joe and Amber next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.